everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Indian Doctor podcast. Take note of the separate introduction once again. It's been a little bit different. Cameron's doing traffic signs right now, trying to be a cool guy. When okay. reality, it just looks like somebody being caught out of the 80s at a disco rave, which is not cool. You're just throwing mad shapes. Please don't. You're really are, you really are acting your age right now, which is not cool. Don't do it. Stop it, Karen. Anyway, what's been going on? How you been? Good, man. Good. How are you? Seems like good, ages man. since the podcast. It's, we say this all the time, but it's not. It's been like two weeks, but for me and you, it's ages. Bro, when I move to London, it's going to be difficult, you know? You're going to be like, it's been ages, but that'll actually be when I see you, right? Different that's true. Levels. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, generally, because obviously we had a podcast last week. We have podcasts every week, so I don't know why. Just to, uh, maybe because we haven't spoken as much in the week. It's been really busy. No way. Yeah, it's true. We actually haven't. We've both been proper busy over the last week or so. Mm. Mm. Tell you what, I'm excited about. I uh, so I was at the cinema yesterday. I watched um, Hitman's Bodyguard. Would recommend. Really, really fun. Hitman's Bodyguard. So you got Ryan Reynolds. Um, Salma Hayek, I think her name is, and what's your thinking, Majiggy, um, from Avengers, Fury, Samuel Jackson. How can you forget Samuel Jackson's name? Yeah. And, so with that. And the guy from Shawshank Redemption, Morgan Freeman. Okay. Cast. Yeah, I'm no, you know what, I've just noticed right there, you don't know black people's names, but you know white people's names off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> that's alarming. Considering there's so few black people in Hollywood. Listen, right? listen, and you Denzel Washington. The two most noticeable and memorable Denzel actors. Washington, okay? There you go. No, man. Samuel Jackson. Morgan, Morgan, is Morgan. 100- Samuel Jackson and Morgan Freeman are two of the most memorable actors in Hollywood. Absolutely, absolutely. You will not get them mixed up, no matter what you absolutely. do, okay? I agree. I agree. I get all um, the Ryans mixed up. Ryan Reynolds, what's the other one? Ryan Gosling. There's only two. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I get them mixed up all the time. I, can, I, I always fuck that up. But Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. That's all you need to remember. Okay, fine. Deadpool is Ryan Deadpool Reynolds. Deadpool cool. made his career, man. Forget the Green Lantern. Nah, he was doing he was doing good price stuff. Not not in Green Lantern, but he was um, what was he in? He was in that that decent chiplet that came out. The proposed the proposed no might be the proposal the proposal. No, it wasn't. Was it the proposal? No, it's the, the one where it's got him Sandra and Bullock. Emma Stone in it. No, I've seen the one with Sandra Bullock. I don't know the Emma Stone one. It's got him and Emma Stone and Steve. I think it's Steve Carell in it. No, no, no. He's never been in film with Steve Carell. Steve Carell's not my favorite actor. What Um, is it, man? Hang on, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, typing keyboard. No, sorry, but this is this is a key to a. uh, Sorry, Riz. Sorry, Riz. Sorry, Riz. Sorry, Shindy. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) Where is it? Uh, what film? How many movies did they do? Crazy Stupid Love, that's it. Nope, it's got Ryan Gosling. Boom! Booyah! Ryan Gosling. Oh. No, no. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Ah, shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fair play. I've seen that film 100 times, but I love that film. It's a good film. That's a really good film. I was surprised how good it was when I was watching it. I was really surprised how good it was. The scene. But Steve Carell's in that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like when he's a bit of an old man, he's like, you're wearing the wrong suit size. And yeah, then he has yeah. the, the wallet with the Velcro, and he's like, "Can we, can yeah, we have yeah. the wallets, please?" <laughs> and he just keeps slapping him. Really he's cool. like, "It's like, <laughs> really cool, film. man." It's a great film. Um, and the scene where they all meet together, um, where the families all meet and everything comes to a head, oh, and, and you find out that the girl he's dating. Like you're spoiler daughter. alert! Yeah, I'm like, what? This is this is that was. So, I didn't see that coming. I was like, that's really smart how they did that. It's a good film, man. It's a really good film. 
But uh, anyways, you're watching that film, but the trailers for the film, Marvel. I don't know if you know, but Phase 4, yeah, they just dropped it. They dropped some... so many trailers, man, all of them. Like, so we one. saw, it wasn't a full trailer, we're talking like 10, 20 seconds for each one, but they showed the release dates month-wise mm. from now, a Black Widow, yeah. 2023 yeah. bang 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 they're not fucking they're around like, because like, they have oh a massive push because they've lost out on like a year and a half's worth of revenue theoretically right. Right. they want to get back on, on getting fans excited again and to be fair there's no major films coming out in the next next year or so the only one that everyone's thinking about is the James Bond film that's the only thing everyone's uh, thinking about everyone else mean, is just again, thinking there's not much when we were there, like there were there were a couple of trailers we've been shown, and I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that." Yeah, but but they aren't household name films that people have been like, "Oh, really?" Like, say if it was a film made by um, Christopher Nolan or something like that, there isn't another one like that in in the pipe where people are gonna watch or a Tarantino film. There isn't anything of that caliber You're that people are just automatically gonna go and see. Director point of view, but from an actor point of view, there's great. Director point of view, true. Actor point of view, actors. I tend to bank on the directors now, not the actors, because all actors oh. can have a bad film. But it's very rare that a director has a poor film. Yeah, I guess my threshold. I I, just, I enjoy films. So Anthony Hopkins won the Oscar for Best Actor. His film about dementia. Showed the trailer for that. I was like, I'm watching that. There's another film with Colin Firth and someone else. I was like, yeah, I'm watching. That is, uh, Space Jam's coming out. LeBron James. I was like, I'm watching Gotta see that. Space Jam too. Do you know what I mean? Gotta see that. Um, it's going to be great. Yeah. Even if it's shit, I'm still going to see it because I support it's Space, Space Jam. Space Jam, man. Like, we grew yeah, up. exactly. I was talking to uh, Raj yesterday. Um, so Raj is one of my friends, guys, and uh, he was saying about probably true for most uh, young guys who grew up watching Space Jam. But you remember Lola Bunny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone had like a bit of a crush on Lola Bunny. We all had a crush on her, man. Right, it's real. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's a real. Universal thing. But have you yeah, have yeah. you googled the actress's name? No. The, girl, the, the woman that played her. No, no. Don't, don't do it. Don't do, don't, it. Do, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, it. do it. Don't do it. It feels like a violation on your childhood. You're like, what? That's Lola right? Bunny. This Squiddy no, just Lola. puts like, the Squiddy meaning woman, this woman just puts on like a really high-pitched voice and it's it's like, whoa, that's a bit of a, a head fuck. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man. The film was good. Excited by Marvel. Black Widow's out 7th of July. I'm really excited to see that. Mm, Scarlett Hansen, she's a very, very good actress. Mm. Plus, I find her very attractive, so... You got to saying that in front of Shindi. I know she's in the. She room. knows. She knows, man. I'm like, you need to be the Black Widow. So. You need to be well, Black Widow. Well, first well, of all, well, she's well, brown. Well. Uh, so yeah, brown, happen. brown widow. Well, no, brown widow, good. black widow. No, that's... no that doesn't work. <laughs> black, black widow, widow sounds like work. like deadly. Yeah, white widow. Oh, what? There is a white widow. Yeah. You say black widow because you think spider. That's why. Right, white widow is something else that was in the news that was quite popular that we should not talk about on the podcast, related to a Daesh. Related to a what? Daesh. Daesh is the other name for ISIL, which is also the name for ISIS. Ooh, didn't know that. So, so there was a lady, um, she was known as the White Widow. Basically, she was interviewed uh, and she was thought to be the mastermind, one of the masterminds who was recruiting people and getting to go to Syria and the whole movement. And her nickname in the tabloids is the White Widow. You check it out. Why did they call her that? Because she was, I'm assuming that she was white and she converted. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people she's marrying were getting martyred, um, so hence the widow. Wow. Target on your back, eh? Yeah, so that's that. And then Brown Widow just sounds a bit weird. It's just like, mm, yeah. It doesn't hit the same, does it? 
No, but it sounds like a real widow, like someone who's lost their loved one. Always black widow. <laughs> Fucking hell! It's like, yeah, do you know what I mean? But black widow. We've got like, three meanings here. So black widow means spider. You've got brown right. widow that means you know well, like, a, a like, woman who's mourning. mourning. A white widow who's a, who's a, <laughs> a person that's yeah. that's converting people to Islam and ISIS. Wow. Variety there, man. Variety. What a way to kick off the episode. Uh, you asked me to tell you or to ask you about actually we're gonna, no, forget we're gonna that you do take take a step back what was it like right. going to the cinema were you wearing a mask yeah. were you eating right so the plan had been to go to Nando's uh, unfortunately there was a big queue in Nando's so as expected film, yeah as expected but the film obviously being at a certain time we had to then pivot uh, pivot and uh, we went to Subway, so that was interesting. Like being back at school, we got a Subway. There's obviously no tables or chairs, so we just sat outside. So you had to just sit, sit outside on the floor and have it. And, and here's the thing, which I forgot, like, you know, proper rookie mistake. I haven't had a Subway in ages. Got Subway and, um, you know, got three sauces in there. Got the ranch, got the mayo, got the barbecue, right? Man with beard and moustache. You haven't table. thought about this, have you? It's like, horrible. Oh my god! Like, everywhere. Just, just hold everywhere. It. No knife and fork, and this is like out in public, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to finish it now. It tastes so nice. I'm trying to eat it, but it's like, blah, blah, blah. and I'm just like, this is not a good choice, man. Do you know what I do? I just, I just say to someone that's sitting with me, don't look at me while I consume this. Just look away. Don't look at me, or I'm gonna devour not, it. Can't have the then I'm gonna clean my face, and then my face is gonna be a little bit sticky until I get home. So yeah, 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 exactly. So I mean, I was using technique where I use the tissue as I go along to kind of you know do this. Yeah, system. but only if you have a table, right? If you have if you have the subway in your hands, it's difficult. You can have, yeah, I was having to keep on it down and lifting it, and I was like, I should just go without sauces. But that, that was the start to the evening. Then the sweet corn starts falling out the subway. You know, did not have sweet corn, but uh, yeah. What do you uh, have in your subway? You don't have sweet corn. Yeah, no, from, so from a filling's point of view, I have a lettuce, so this is the order. I'll go lettuce, tomatoes, cucumber, and then i wait for him to do it, because I know he'll forget if I keep telling him stuff. I'll wait till he's done that, and then the next line, peppers and onions, gherkins, and um, jalapenos. Thank you. I just I say to him, put everything in except lettuce, that's it. Lettuce yeah, actually ruins it. Lettuce ruins it, okay. It ruins uh, it 100%. It's, it's, too, it's too, like... Too much filling around it. You don't need it. Everything else complements mm. it without the less. Try like it one olives. time when you're and you'll get what I mean. I love olives. Love, love olives. Love them, man. I have a green and black olives. I have an odd relationship with olives. Um, if they're sliced and diced, right as they are in Subway, I don't like it with the stone in it. Okay, but even like yeah, so sliced and diced is fine. I can I can generally have that. But say I'm at a restaurant, Italian restaurant, and olives and bread and um, the alioli oil comes out, right? Mm. I look at it and I'm like, I know you're an olive. I know you're not a grape. But my brain... What do you mean? Just because it looks like a grape, right? That's the thing. It doesn't look like eat, a grape. It's, it, a, it's, it a very, it's a very different shade. shade. It is a different green. shade. It is. But it's like I'll eat it. My brain's telling me to expect a grape. Have you I'll ever eat eaten, have you ever eaten like a, a, a cake that's made in the shape of something that it isn't? So like a cake in the shape of a burger... And then you'll no. eat it and your no. brain will think it's a burger, but you're eating cake. No. It's a trippy experience. That, that's, that's quite interesting. Burger yeah. Cake. No. But uh, yeah, and then, so I do it and I get disappointed because obviously it doesn't taste like a grape and it's just this weird, sour tasting thing. And I'm like, why? You're this weird person that has your dessert at the start of a meal. So. Mm, I can do. I can do. And I mean, that's attributed to places like Jimmy Spice's, right? If you go to Jimmy Spice's buffet, 
you don't need I you know I used to have like a lot of tapas I have starters and a bit of main and a bit of dessert and just it's all good man all I good. don't know how common Jimmy Spices actually is outside of Birmingham I think it's gone down now but growing up again I think maybe it's just a school thing where because we used to do this was, often yeah. and then you'd be like oh everyone must go there because that's um, right. well, that's near Water Broadway isn't it no, I mean, well, the one we used to go to was near, was near you, man. Well, actually, a little bit more close to you than me. There's certain ways, like mm. um, certain town centre. I think that one's closed now, though. And then there was one... Uh, there used to be one on Broad Street. Broad Street, yeah. We've been to that the bottom. one as well. Bottom, yeah. We've they even know it's there anymore. I don't think so. I, th- I think they've all gone now. Um, I, can't, I can't think of another buffet place I'd go to, though. Like, where would you go for this buffet? This is the thing, now? like, buffets tend to be overrated if you go now. They just not, they don't hit the same. I tend to just want to go and order like a sit-down set meal that's been prepared fresh. I don't want something that's been in like a flipping pan for like a couple of hours. On that note, how's our... Uh... Oh, you went there. Oh, sorry, man. But uh, Gobby's birthday. I didn't go. Oh, no, 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 sorry. I just realised. But Shogun. I presume you were in London. What's that London. place like? Like I've heard of it. What's the food yeah, like? Again, it's basically that a um, chef just cooks it in front of you, right? Yeah, so it's uh, teppanyaki. Um, so I've, I've had it once before abroad. Um... It's pretty good. It's, it's it's a fun experience where, yes, the chef's cooking, but there's an element of um, fun and he's doing like things, like he's doing all the skills, throwing up the knife, mm-hmm. like chopping things really quick and mm-hmm. making fun of Gopi. Like we told him that Gopi's name is G-String and like uh, all this mm-hmm. stuff. His name is Justin, the chef. And yeah. uh, he's from the uh, Philippines. So we talk about Mani Pacquiao, we talk about boxing. And uh, mm-hmm. it was just fun, man. It was, it was really fun. Then at one point, he had this like bit of egg. Uh, think of like um, like an omelette right in the square and it was just going to go to waste so he chopped it up and then he had like a little like scoop of thing to lift to it and basically mm. he was like right I'm going to throw it in your cheese mouth and we went around the table and you had to yeah. you had to get it in and it's so funny man some people was like eh, it was like hitting them here hitting them in the head and the eye and <laughs> so I got mine I got straight in of course you did of course you did yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. he watches the, the whole way as if it was a cricket ball, ball right yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so uh it was good, man. It was it was a good uh, good evening. It was different food, um, you know, a bit of a premium you pay. Um, send the cube, but uh, it was mm. nice to try something different. Um, what would you, would you recommend eating that food again? Like, is that a preference? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't go now because I've been so recently. But uh, every once in a while, no, give me your one. top five. Give me your top five food cuisines. Mm. Just should we say restaurants? Is that easier? Nah, cuisine, cuisine. No, cuisines. All right. Uh, Thai, definitely. Japanese, definitely. Indian, Italian. <sighs> What's left? Um, Mexican. <laughs> pretty probably. much stuck now, isn't it? Mexican. Mexican, okay. Mm, I'm just thinking about what I've missed out. I mean, I don't particularly eat a lot of French food. Um, which other countries are there? French food's dry, you know. It's not, it's not really much to it. It's not my thing. Vietnamese food I'll have, but it's probably not my top five. Vietnamese is nice. Underrated. They do pretty good veg options as well. Chinese, I didn't mention, but I definitely prefer Japanese food. I've I've always had like takeout Chinese, and I've I've always think it's been a bit like oily. So maybe I should try like a proper sit down Chinese meal at some point. We went. Remember, we went. um, Book of Mormons. We went after that, and we were in Chinatown. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That That was was okay. That was okay. Again, it's first time I've been there, and Korean. Yeah, it's like Korean Chinese mix there, isn't it? But I didn't. Mm. Yeah, those are my top five. How about you? Yeah. I've got to go American fast food. Oh, God, I didn't think about that. Can't, you can't miss that, no, see, right? You say, you say cuisine, and I think sit-down restaurant. I don't think... Like, okay, what kind well, of restaurant... Okay, I'm thinking, thinking like, restaurant? burgers and stuff. Like, 
American burgers. Love them. Oh, mate. We haven't spoken about this in podcast, but that day when we were shooting for Medex, yeah? A smash burger. Mm. First time I've had smash burger. We're going smash burger. Really nice, isn't it? Like, Very nice. Really good, man. I was like, because I always go to Junction 9 um, and I'm always going to go to Nando's. Yeah. I was like, mate, it's an option now. I'm smash burger, man. We didn't get it's a shake really The fries were different. They had that seasoning. It I was like it. a different texture. Yeah, it's nice. Really it's good, very, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I was super impressed, man. Like, it was I had like, this... um, um, it was just a little bit above Five Guys. So, yeah, Five Guys okay. is good, but that was like a level above. I was very impressed. Wow, okay. All right, cool. I agree with you. So, burger so places. I'll go, London I'll has go, a lot of burger places. So, I'll go American, mm. fast food, definitely Mexican food. Mm. Uh, not Indian, sorry. Uh, what else is there? What other cuisines is there? I like Thai food. Yeah. Vietnamese. Vietnamese is yep. good. And what other cuisines are there that Italiano I eh, mambo. Yeah, Italiano you know what? Eh, I don't like pizza though. I don't. I don't like pasta or, or pizza, spaghetti. Pizza. I don't like spaghetti or pasta or any of that. I'm not a fan. It bloats me too place? much. What's that place you bang on about? Capri- Caprinos? Caprinos. I told you about this, bro. Yeah, I told you. you gotta, you One gotta day it's going to happen. You've got to have it in there. Then. Yeah, there you go. Fine. Okay. Take that then. Done. That Hang on. I missed out. I missed out Portuguese. How can you miss out Portuguese cuisine when we all eat Nando's all the time? you got to add in Portuguese somewhere. Is it Portuguese? Yeah? It is. It's peri-peri, which is Portuguese. Where did the first Nando's come from? It's not Portugal. Where did it come from? London? Nope. South Africa. Where? South Africa. Yeah. But it's Portuguese cuisine. Yeah, yeah. Most of the Renandos in the world is Africa. And then I think it's Canada. And then I think it's... You would think Canada. Mm. Um, Yeah, it doesn't taste the same in Canada compared to here. I've been told that by many family members. Nando's does have to be up there, you're right. I mean, Nando's has just seemed... You know, like you see all the other chains like Caluccio's and Piccolino and all this stuff that just... Or Jamie Oliver's and... All this stuff like, seems to like, be like the middle to upper class restaurants. Yeah, but they all seem to be like waning and waxing. But Nando's like consistently will just keep opening more and more chains because it's a broad <coughs> appeal. It's a simple price. It's not too expensive. It's not, it's not. too cheap. But the and quality it's, and it's simple food that people know what they're gonna get. It's not a McDonald's and it's yeah. not like a full sit down restaurant. Yeah. But it's you're right. The, they the found a perfect price point and they do uchi, oh. which means improve. They do push their prices up a little bit, a little bit each time. But, it's but you're so food. happy with the quality that you don't yeah, want to pay yeah, a premium. Plus all well, the sometimes, sometimes. Like, I've got to give pushback there because they used to give bigger portions of stuff and now they've cut back on it and they've just upped the prices. But I guess that happens with any places. By the way, talking of food, there's a burrito place that's opened up near you. I had it yesterday. Really good. You know when you go on towards Scott Arms from yours? You're coming yeah. up the hill. You're going to no, Scott no. Arms on the right-hand side. Scott you've got Perico, Arms. yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay, got you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, next door to Perico is a burrito place. The same guy that runs Perico has opened that place. I tried it yesterday. Very, very impressed. Hopefully it stays open. Yeah. It's the first burrito place I've seen in Birmingham in years. Yeah, because because I like, who knows if it's going to stay open, right? But I had it and I was really impressed. So definitely recommend that for people that haven't been just yet. That is one thing I'm enjoying now about the world opening up. Just, um, you know, the willingness. Like, I just want it. It's not that I want to eat out every day, right? That's just way too much. But but you want the option, don't you? Yeah, exactly. I want the. I definitely want the option. I think it's just nice to meet people again and um, yeah, just to go out, man, have a bit of food. Mm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I had um, dishum. 
What's it like? Because I've heard it's overrated. Mm, I think it's, it sits in its own bracket because, it's, again, it's like uh, it's a good play on street food. Because you've been to Pushkar and stuff on, like, Broad Street, street right? Bushka, How would you rank that in comparison? Because that's different. a similar price point, no? Very different food, though, as in the way it's presented. Um, this room doesn't pretend to be Punjabi. It's not a Punjabi restaurant. Um, but the, the, the Kali Dal, the Black Dal guys, what they call the House Dal, which is famous for. That was good, but the actual mutter paneer, guys, which is like cheese and peas, mm. like a creamy sauce. Mm. That was good. We kind of just went for tapas. Now, that was dinner, but what I was actually really impressed by is we went for breakfast. Uh, we went with Hanik and Sandeep. And uh, most places, you know, when I think like breakfast, I think like um, Frankie's and Benny's where, yeah, a lot of restaurants will have a breakfast, but it's just like the novelty of having a breakfast. Whereas this place, Dishul, was as busy for breakfast as it was for dinner. And breakfast is like... Is this the one in London you went to? This? Well, yeah, King's Cross, I think. Okay, yeah. The reason why it's so in demand is because it's really popular. It's like a... Oh, it's... It's like, pop, a, yeah. it's like a cult status place to go to. It's a bit like... You've been to Breakfast Club in London, right? No, I've heard of it. I haven't been there. So it's a similar thing. It's like a cult status thing where like, oh, you've got to go, you've got to go. Like the hype has been built yeah, around people, it so people, people always want to go. So there's always a queue outside of it no matter what time of day But it does go. deliver, man. Like you're growing mm-hmm. up as brown people right the guys you all have like heinz beans right and beans are cool you think beans are nice try masala beans i hate so them mas- oh dude worst thing oh, in the world masala beans are the best. worst things yeah. worst thing ever made to man is masala they had this they had this naan right so basically this naan comes out and put like i had like vegan sausages in there and they had anda in there egg guys and then they had like masala beans on the side and then so I was so hungry looking at it and I was like oh we should get the pancakes we should get this I didn't get the pancakes so I got really full go on if but, you just come to mine mum will make you that and it will taste better yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely but this is this experience isn't it and the, the tea came out the chai right and it had those little glasses like you get like in India the driver's yeah, why do they call it chai and not cha is that just an enunciation thing that Punjabi people have Punjabi and Hindi is chai, that it chai yeah but it's the same thing it's not like a special dish it's the same thing Oh yeah, exactly the same. But we all have a, we have slightly different words for everything. Sub G, sub Z. Sub Z, who says that? Hindi. Sub G, sub Z. Why does their language sound more softer than Punjabi? Everything sounds softer than Punjabi. Depends Probably how you say that, it though. Uh, maybe Arabic. That sounds pretty harsh. Yeah. Have you seen Russell, no, Russell Arabic sounds, sounds sounds quite slick. You know how Russell Peters uh, skit on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yalla, yalla. Oh, it's the phlegm it's the phlegm that they get into the words habibi really habibi habibi uh, so yeah so, so you're very impressed detail. with Dishoom you know what it is listen honestly so the Dishoom we went for dinner was pre his dad's 60th birthday the next day we were all going on holiday to like Wales to live it up right we did all the quad biking all that stuff we talked about um, so it's just more we're all together we know we're going on holiday tomorrow you know that kind of feel and oh, then, uh, you get the limka, right? I don't know. Well, I guess you can get limka from other places, but I was like, oh, limka, glass bottle. Like, just so many memories of being in the India. Glass the bottle, limka, yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Like and it's just the service is good, the buzz is there. I've said this, you know, I always say Shindia, like, I love, if I'm in a restaurant, I want there to be a vibe. I don't like being in a dead restaurant, man. I don't like being in a dead pub. I was with my mates a couple of weeks ago in the Plow and Harrow, really nice, uh, Chester Road, but it was just dead. I was like, there needs to be a vibe, man. I but like the problem I have with that is when the vibe is too much, you can't hear people. So say today at work, I went to the office. And when I was in the office, I struggled to hear people because I've got hearing issues anyway. But people speak at like a normal level. 
when you've got so much background noise, you can't hear them. It gets really fucking jarring when you're trying to sit there and just focus on one person talking. It's not enjoyable. Yeah, Yeah, so I I I prefer it to be a little bit quieter. Like a vibe. It has to be a vibe. A vibe doesn't mean loud to me. What's a vibe and and loud then? Like the middle point? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, there are things going on and everyone's got their own stories. I like to to people watch a little bit and it's just, it's so fascinating that, you know, we all live parallel lives right like we all living everything's happening while i'm doing this you know christian ronaldo somewhere else and roger federer's on center court just beating somebody like it's so cool and then you know i look when i see like life and that's the best thing uh, i like now with covid kind of opening right that seeing people outside like we went to um okay this is a bit of a anomaly the star city people don't care about rules there anyway no uh, one cares about rules there you, know you see I mean? a mask just, in sight at all no there were, yeah a few but they weren't really being enforced so Red for those who don't really understand, Star City yeah. is like, it's a good place to go to for cheap cinema tickets. Yep. That's pretty four, much the only four, reason. 49. There you go, it's 449 for a cinema ticket. So and a lot the of actual, people go there for that. The thing is, the cinema, the actual cinema side. The, the cinema itself is really massive. Good. It's really yeah, good. it's really good. The, the screens are really great. good. The only exactly. problem is, is that it's, Everything else. It, it attracts like a, a massive, a massive poorer audience. And, and uh, they have, <laughs> I don't mind the Rude Boy thing. But it's just, it's, how do I explain this? Hecklers, in, man. In the correct way. Hecklers. Yeah, hecklers. There you go. People right. who ruin the actual cinematic theory. We went to watch John Wick 3, me and Shindy. Uh, excellent film, right? John Wick 3. If you have not seen it, guys, you need to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Keanu Reeves on the horse. Fantastic. John Wick mm-hmm. 4 is coming, by the way. I read it this morning. It's been filmed. And essentially, a group, of, a group of us, we, we, we finished the film, came outside, went to the manager, said, look, you had these kids, I think... Maybe the exams are finished, kept coming in and out, in and out, making noise. He was like, free tickets for you all, man. And just Free tickets? Game. Flipping out. I should complain yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to watch Avengers Endgame. Free tickets, baby. Hang on, but surely that would have been worse because people got very excited during Endgame. They did, but it's different excitement. Like, you know, Cap picking up the... Uh, the Mjolnir. No, Mjolnir. I'm practicing the name, bro. Yeah, when he did that, <laughs> that was... Uh, Avengers assemble. Even yesterday, during that trailer, I was telling you about. They, I don't know. They had this clip from View about the first showing, showing the first showing of Avengers and mm. how the crowd. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw that, and it's up. like we miss moments like this or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're late to the show, man. All of these little trailers have already aired, like online. You just haven't seen them. I don't see these things online, and it's the first time I went back to cinema. And I need to start. I need it, to start sending them like to you, I guess. So masks are not mandatory whilst you're actually watching the film. Mm. Uh, they are that's a game changer because it used to be like oh you have to have a mask on the whole time which is just fucking uncomfortable no you're not gonna watch a film with a mask on man that's just I mean the caveat was always if you're eating and drinking we had some ice cream Um, yeah that that was nice Um, it's good man I I came back as a chindi right Black Widow's coming out next week we're watching it I started putting the Mm. dates back in my calendar and I was like yeah so now I'm two for one meerkat.com Every Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, is it still going on? Are they still Compared doing that? Compareththemirka.com They still do it? Yes. Two Remember when that was tickets. Orange Wednesdays and you had to text your mate to get you an orange ticket? Yeah, code. And they'd have to forward it to you straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the best I've ever done is I've done... When you were texting mates like, yo, are you with Orange? Yo, are you with Orange? And you found that one mate and you're like, I'm going to message you every Wednesday. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Keep the phone like, No, I'm going to cinema now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cinema five, myself. Five Leave me alone. the most I ever got. Like on one day, I had 10 people. Really? Five requests? Five, yeah. That must have been abused, man. I'm surprised they kept it going for so many years. 
Yeah, well, it's still going, isn't it? The, and how, the does, the con- how does it work now, though? Isn't it like Meerkat. one ticket per person? Uh, no, you can still use as many codes as you want when you're booking. But the mm. Meerkat thing is that you have to have a Meerkat product. So literally, you can go on there and you can get some travel insurance from here to London for like a pound. And that's it. You got free two for one for the whole year. That's all you have to do. That's it? Yeah. yeah what yeah. if you bought like the little stuffed doll? Does that count? Whatever, some you have to buy some sort of policy. Some, some. Oh, you have to buy a policy. All right. Yeah, yeah, but like value doesn't matter on the policy. So. Uh, Don't get used to that because we normally podcast on Wednesdays. So. Yeah, we may have to rethink that. Or You're gonna have to rethink it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah. No, Tuesdays is the other day, isn't it? For the two for one, uh, it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Is it Tuesdays and, and Wednesdays? Have, oh, okay. They have, they have Super You're Mondays. You're in the clear then. You're in the clear. Which is like they a three pound ticket. Super Mondays. Super Mondays. Yeah, three quid, I think, on a Monday. <laughs> Madness. They may as well just give it away for free, honestly. Well, look, businesses are trying to get people back, so they're just incentivizing the shit out of it, man. So it's, uh, mm. it's a good time. True, true. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm glad to hear, man. I want to hit the cinema at some point. It's been a while. It's been a very long while. Have you seen uh, Tenet yet? Are you the second person? Somebody asked me yesterday. We were talking about... Denzel's son, same as yeah, that. yeah. And I've I've seen him in Ballers, but I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen. He's Black really Hansman. good in it. You'll be surprised. Black Handsman's on Netflix. You should watch that. I mean, I, yeah, his voice is so similar to Denzel. It's just freakily. No, it's not. No, it's yeah, very yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When you watch Ballers, like I hear his voice, I'm like, my God, this Denzel man. No, there's no. No, it's not the same at all. They don't have the uh, same cadence. It's very different. You're watching, you're watching F9. Am I watching what? F9. Fast 9. I gave up after number 6. After yeah, Paul Walker died, I was like, yeah, I'm done, man. This still is... going to watch it. And they still keep going. And I was like, lads, stop it. They're How gonna, much more gonna, wild can you get? I think you've got to take it to 10, at least. I think I think I got I got over it when they drove the car through the two buildings in Dubai. Yeah, I was I like, okay, this is getting too much now. I think one of, the, one of the later films is something happens with a tank and then they fly with your ice on tank. It's, it's something weird. The one I did enjoy actually was Hobbs and Shaw. That I actually like that spin-off with The Rock and uh, Stadium. That's mm-hmm. good. It hasn't got the rest of the cast, so you enjoy that one. The music's good. cast is good. Good. I wish I was a film critic, you know. So, uh, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be a very good film critic, though. You wouldn't be a, f- a good film critic, why? As in, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say bad things. Like I, I enjoy film too much. I just you want to be too paid. nice. We oh, saw this you... when you judged our competition all those years ago. You're like, I don't like judging. He's mean. You know, you know, I really uh, what I should have been on that day. I'm just want to get a bit more comfortable. Is um, hosting? Hosting is much more my thing, man. Yeah. Mm. Damn yeah, I mean, like, we Fair can both host yeah. now. Mm. We should be. We host right now, you know. Yeah, any hosting thing. gigs, please. Guys, DM. if anyone's listening to this right now, if you want the Indie and Doctor hosting experience, <laughs> hit us up. Indie and Doctor hosting experience, Jesus Christ. Yes. Making us sound like a... Uh, making Indy us sound has other, Yeah, Indie is also a uh, mailed order escort service uh, offered. He's now in, residing in London. Uh, uh, experiences include, he will show you how to do a layup uh, and a three-pointer. A layup? Uh, Yo, he will show you how to you know. smash the backboard... <laughs> Like Shaq. Ah. It's simple, yeah. You pick up a rock 
and you love right. it. That's it done. Right. Right. Back wall broken, lads. That's well done, it, boys. <laughs> Ladies, if you're out there and you want a really good night, then you know who to hear. Then you call Gutter, not me. You call Indy. I am engaged. Indy is not married. married. Indy is not married. I am married, so Indy, therefore, nah, is uh, still single. <laughs> I don't see a ring. I was um I got my pre wedding sheet this Saturday, right? Oi, 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 oi. And um got a bit of an issue. So mm, mm. it's uh it's on Saturday. It's on Saturday. Right. And What's it's um it's England's playing football's coming up. Yeah, so the England game's on at eight and the football <laughs> shoot is on at and the shoot is on at five o'clock, so I'm like, "Oh my god, why are you so late in the day, bro?" Like, so no, it's because of the weather. The weather's dodgy all day, so we're trying to get it so the weather's like somewhat decent. So I've had out- to plan it so shoot? that I can, huh? It's an outdoor shoot. Yeah. How many outfits have you got? Two. Right. Okay. And there's all outdoor. All outdoor. It should be okay. done within three hours theoretically, but I've found like a couple of places to watch the game in Central, which should be quite nice because. Sitting and just seeing people and having that bit of community will be something that I haven't done in a long time. I was thinking about our time on the Stagman when we watched Ronaldo play in his bar. When you when watched Ronaldo, you watched Real versus Atletico, uh, Champions League 2017. Yeah, well remembered. We sat on the couch, yeah. remember? In that round yeah, bar. Yeah. And the That's experience, brilliant. see the vibe. The vibe is awesome. The man. vibe, isn't it? It's all That's the, the way to watch it, man. In Ronaldo's bar in Portugal. Oh, yeah, shit, it was in his bar, you know. I forgot about that. It was in his bar, man. CR7. I was was like, we did it well, man. Look, I'm not a massive football fan, but when you got that type of atmosphere and you got good teams playing in the final, I'm there, man. That's great, man. That's great. But uh, is uh, Sanja a football watcher? Um, She doesn't mind watching the major tournaments. The major tournaments is cool. So she kept up to date with the World Cup and stuff last time. Uh, Euros this time, she's been busy with work. I heard one of the... uh, one of the commentators saying about obviously World Cup's next year but it's like a weird time and there could be games like on Christmas Day it's in December because because uh, it's been held in Qatar it's going to be right. held hot. in December because it's too hot right gotcha even so though like it should Christmas never be Day, held in Qatar because it just makes no fucking sense money yeah, money money it's literally that it's just money and corruption that there's got no Qatar reason for Anthony Joshua to fight in the Middle East man but it's all about the money so I heard this the other day um I can't remember who said it. Someone said it on the podcast, but they said the way Eddie Hearn built up Anthony Joshua was brilliant because he took Anthony Joshua to all the little smaller cities across the UK to build up a fan base. And now when he goes to like a bigger city abroad to go and fight, those people in the smaller cities are going to want to pay to watch him because they built some sort of relationship with him or some affiliation with him. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's really smart marketing. Like, yeah, they do things at like a really grassroots level to build up a following, build up your record as well. Grass. And then when you go abroad, you have grass, grass, grass. whatever. Grass. Come you know what? Go. I fluctuate between the two, to be fair. So. You're from, you're from Birmingham. Can I say bye? <laughs> I had a patient today. Where are you from? I was like, do you mean where I live? No, no. Where are you <laughs> from? I was like, third generation UK. Where, where are your family <laughs> from? <laughs> and then basically, I, I was like, she was nice patient, I told her. And then she was like, oh, my daughter knows from India as well. And I was like, okay. I was like, which part? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, she said, she's a Patel. Where's that from then? I was like, probably Gujarat, like in the middle. I was like, Possibly. I'm from the north. Yeah. Mm. And then, but then I was like, so she Hindu. She's like, she used to be, but now she's a Christian. And I was like, okay. 
<laughs> oh. I was like, great success. They converted her. They converted her. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she was like, she also grew up here as well. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. You must get some characters, man, when you, when you see patients, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Every person's just different. It's just different, aren't they? It's just everyone has their own story. They have their set, their different set of what's important to them, their values, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a lot more sharp when it comes to health. That's what it is. Like, you could be in conversation with somebody, at, say like a bar or somewhere else, and actually, because we're not infringing on their values, we don't actually, we don't actually see what they really believe because it doesn't get pushed there. Whereas in a healthcare setting, there's some very sharp things that we sometimes need to do, like you know, operations, tests, da 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 da. da. And therefore, because of that, we really see what people are strongly believe and don't believe, and but yeah, you get you get some uh, you get some characters on. But yeah, so football on Christmas Day that could be a thing. Potentially, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. That's it's going to be weird. I, it's going to be I, very I, I weird to see like a World Cup. going to be off. Like I, I know we take two. No, I don't mind it, but then mm. I think it's a bit. It's just weird to not have a World Cup that summer because normally everyone's used to seeing it in summer. But. Yeah, how long will it last? How many weeks? The World Cup tends. I think it's the same amount of time as the Euros, which is a month. Month. Wow, yeah. that's a. I think oh, they just play a lot more games per day. Yeah, which is how they've done with the Euros, right? They've pretty much have. They've had so many games at the beginning. Teams play on average by every five days. Mm, but yeah, I guess Euros are doing two games a day. The World Cup probably three games a day, something like that. Something like uh, that, yeah. Depending on the number of teams. Mm. It's going to be a they're shit not, World Cup, man. Honestly, you're just going to see people just sweating the whole time and being uncomfortable. It's just going to be true, whack. but it's it's colder than it would be otherwise. The summer would be boiling, man. Yeah, but a, a winter out there is a summer in in, in yeah, Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. And the humidity levels are different. It's not like the humidity levels is going to be the same level. It's going to be very like thick, dense heat, which is not nice. What do you think about um, indoor football? Imagine you had like Wembley Stadium with the roof. No, no. Football makes me play outdoors, especially competitive football. But why? That's just how you play football. Hmm. It's a bit like trying to have a, a, a basketball game outdoors. Okay, it works in pickup games, but to have the same atmosphere as you would in the same conditions as what professionals do, they play indoors. I'm, I'm using the parallel because Wimbledon Centre Court for a long time didn't have that roof. Now it does. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Like, yeah, it didn't feel like... You went to Wimbledon, I don't know. How was it? Awesome, man. Like, it's just surreal. We got there and... um, How did you get tickets, first of all? That shit's like gold dust. Divine, divine intervention. Divine intervention. Here we go. Go on, tell me how Maharaj, aka God, managed to get you this. That's what Munmeet was talking about last week, actually. I've been thinking about it for a while. And I did. I, I put it out there, and uh, this is the thing: when you put things out there, you don't think about how it's going to happen. So Saturday, I'm coming back with from Parent from Liverpool. I'll get a phone call from my sister. She's like, "I've got two tickets for Wimbledon. You want to go?" Didn't know she. How did she there. get the tickets? So she just put her email in somewhere, some sort of system, and then she's like, "Yeah, we've got tickets Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday." I, when she ran me Saturday, I said, "You know, like I was already like doing stuff. I was working. I had had dinner booked with Vicky, uh, and then I was like." Oh, yeah, I can't go. And then I found out Roger Federer is playing, and I was like, mm. he's like the, one of the greatest players of all time. He's going to stop might playing be, soon as well. So, might be his yeah. last one. He's 39 years old, probably his last one, Wimbledon. He's got, you know, eight titles at Wimbledon. You know, he's definitely 
the goat at the moment. Uh, Did he win? Yeah, yeah. The other, so it should have gone five sets. The other guy fell over and got injured. Um, but Roger was like being pushed. Like there were glimpses of greatness. Mm. Uh, but there's still like bits where he's he hasn't he's had two knee operations. So this is like the first. He's back after like nineteen months or something. He's only played like ten matches this year. Mm. Um, but it's also man. It What's quite peak about tennis is that it's just always been those top three, and now that they're starting to age out, the next generation of tennis players just don't look as good. Yeah, you, well, you say that, but somebody has to fill that thing. Like before Federer, there was Sampras, and Sampras was like dominating the and Agassi before that. Like there's always been a couple of dominance, and there'd be great rivalries. I'd, I'd say Murray's in that as well. There's the big four. Murray's dumb, man. He isn't. He isn't the same. He's. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still, he's, you know, he, is, he, is he even like top fifty now with his with his injuries that he's had? I don't uh, think he I is. Don't know. He's he's in Wimbledon, so you know he's won his second game. He's in third round now as well. Um, Nadal's not in in this because of his knee. Uh, Djokovic is looking really dominant. If Djokovic wins this, the race for the goat is equal nineteen 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 in terms of Grand yeah. Slam titles. Um, we had strawberries and cream, which is like the thing for Wimbledon. All right, strawberries, strawberries and cream. It's just everybody has it at Wimbledon, strawberries and cream. It's just a thing. What's the do. hype? It's just like, you know, strawberries and cream. You go to Wimbledon, you, ha- you eat strawberries and cream. It's just a thing you do there. Everyone does it. Um, but the strawberries, I was speaking to a lady and she was like, yeah, there's a, there's a farm in Kent and they just come from there every morning, 4 a.m. Like some of the best strawberries I've ever tasted, man. And they just double, like, it's not whipped cream, it's the other cream, like the liquidy cream. Mm. Um, yeah, I had two helpings, man. I was like, this is just the best thing ever, man. I do and not guess, enjoy it. Guess how much it costs for like a box of strawberries and cream at Wimbledon. 10 quid? £2.50. Really? I expected it to be a lot more expensive than that. I walked in and I was like, you tell me this £2.50. I was like, give me five boxes. At the end, basically, <laughs> I was taking boxes for like uh, Shindy, my mom, my dad, and then mm. Kenny and Meher. And basically, they were like, here's a box. And so when we left, people thought I was selling them. Like we were standing mm. walking out and I just had this <laughs> box on me, like all this... Strawberries and cream, and um, yeah, it was just it was really cool, man. Um, it's just weird. Like I was sitting inside centre court, and I was like, "This is what I've been watching for like years on TV," mm. and then now I'm here. Uh, yeah, because there's only a small number of tickets that are like on sale each day. Like it's not massive, is it? Centre court, no, it fits like a certain capacity. number of people. Fifteen thousand full capacity. They're running at half capacity now, so seven and a half thousand. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely uh, lucky to get tickets, uh, and it was just a great day out, man. We saw Serena Williams as well. She came on after Roger. Um, unfortunately, she. Oh, you saw her fall on fucking knee up. Yeah, she. I think she was injured before she started. Like she had lots of heavy strapping to her left thigh, right thigh. Um, yeah, but still, like we saw her play like most of the first set, and she's just powerful, man. That woman can hit a ball, man. Just. Flat. And where we were sitting, Scary, we show, like how flat they hit the ball. Like there were some shots of Roger was really getting over the ball, you know, loads of top spin, feet coming off the ground, and it was just so much venom in the shot. And I was like, wow, I was like, how do you turn that man? You just, and the thing I was saying to Kenny, so Kenny loves football, he's like, he's an Arsenal fan. And mm. I was saying, the thing with football is, it's like you don't have a goal every second, whereas in tennis, it's like a point every point. And so you're cheering constantly, like, there's it's tiring. a thing when. The thing of Wimbledon is as well, when you leave, you can't then come back in unless the players are seated. Like, so every three games have a little break. That's the one, yeah, yeah. Because they can't uh, have you disrupting play, can they? Exactly. And so they have, they have the, you know, the armed forces. They're the ones who do the, 
the uh, the uh, security detail for women. So armed forces, yeah. fucking hell. It's been it's like a tradition. They've been doing it like it's a nice for obviously them. They come to see as well. Obviously, mm. no one messes with the armed forces. So I was chatting to quite the RF officers, like the army guys, and uh, there's there's one bit where I was waiting outside, and the roar man that I heard and again. This is half capacity. He's Roger Federer. He's just winning it like a normal point, and the roar was just like, oh my god, man! I was like, wow, this is like this atmosphere. And that's cool because every point, you know, something's happening. That's but in football, when someone scores a goal, it's yeah. that roar is sensational because it depends on when they score the goal. Yeah. Like, is it a goal that's equalised? Is it a goal that wins it in in in, in at a time? Mm. Is it is it just a hat trick goal? Like, you don't know. Is it a spectacular goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's things like that that make people cheer louder, and you appreciate that more when you're there. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's just not every. I mean, basketball's basketball because that's. You know, basketball is more casual, so people cheer and stuff, but it's not as intense. It only gets intense in the last two minutes if the game's tight. Mm. But otherwise, it's not as intense. It's like oh, it's like quite casual, chilled. You kind of expect baskets to keep going. They do, in the, and do, stuff. They do all the clapping. Defense. They do the clapping, but the clapping Defense. tends to happen. <laughs> the clapping t- t- tends to happen during timeouts when the cheerleaders come on and they're like oh, like Defense. claps. Yeah, all that, all that kind of shit. Or they're like, defense. Defense. Like, all that stuff, man. I've seen it. Oh, it's man. mad. Yeah, Americans really go heavy with that with that crowd entertainment stuff. Like, every second is like, entertainment, 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 entertainment. There's no, no, there's no gaps at all. There's always something happening. There's a film I watched recently. You should watch uh, Ben Affleck, The Way Back. Basketball film. He comes. He basically coaches his team. Is it better than Coach Carter? No, no, it's still it's different. It's very different. It's not. Coach Carter is again is very like, like Americanized. This is obviously American film as well, but it's much more low key, and you can kind of get the feel like, yeah, okay, this is my. Even though Coach Carter's a real story, there's a lot more like hype in that film. Mm. But I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Like it shows basically Ben Affleck's struggles, uh, and what he does for the boys. Um, it's really good. What, struggles in real life or struggles as that character? Character. I think he has the same struggles in real life, though. That's why he plays it so well. Ah. Well, if you like stuff like that, you should watch Entourage. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's show. Yeah. It's basically a show that's been sort of developed based on Mark Wahlberg's experience. Okay. So his whole acting life, he's sort of sprinkled in elements of truth into the show. And it takes you through different stages like an actor goes through in their lifetime over different seasons. It's and really it's busy. really great, man. Mm. Me and Harper love it, so you should definitely watch oh, okay. it. My mama talks about it all the time. He's finished now, isn't it? It's, like, it's all done. It's done now. They, they made a film about it as well. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, but they're thinking of rebooting it, which is weird. Sorry? 50 Cent, he's in there as well, isn't he? For a little bit, yeah. They've had, like, guests, they've had guest appearances from a lot of people. You see people like, I think Ben Affleck was in it for a little bit. Um, who's the guy that plays Jason Bourne? Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, he's in it. Like, people just, they, they have actors make guest appearances all the time. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. That's well, pretty cool. Yeah, if you're Mark you know all these people anyway. Exactly. And, he, and, and even I, he makes actually, an appearance as himself in the show. He? Yeah. He's yeah. a cool dude, man. Like, I don't... I don't hear a lot of bad things about my work. He's always in shape. I like his. I like his mindset, man. He's, yeah, he's a cool, dude. 
you said his 3am workout thing I think. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly uh, I think he does Crazy. a really good funny thing with him James Cameron yeah he does the avatar he does. guy uh no yeah the funny J- guy James the, Cameron's the guy no, 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 you know, that is that is but I'm not about him the funny guy the one um, who's in Gavin State is it Gavin State James Corden Corden, sorry, not Cameron. James, James Cameron. Cameron. Darren, you're oh, off form Cameron. today with all the names, honestly. Mate, just, just one of the James Cameron is actually an entourage as well for like a lot of the seasons. He plays <laughs> okay. like the main director in a few of the films, so yeah. You should watch that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, what what about him, James Corden? He does this thing with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Where he That's the one, yeah. In that video where he goes yeah, to work yeah, out yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, it's crazy. There's another one I watched recently. It's like Jim's... Celebrities' gyms and their fridges or something like that. You'd like that. Fridges? So, yeah, like, basically, they show the gym, and then the second half, we'd be like, all right, what's in your fridge? And they just talk about the food they eat. And I don't know, it's really nice. I actually like watching it. It's quite, it's quite easy. It's like watch. Kevin Hart's cold as balls thing. That, that was... I watched that for a bit. That was good. That's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. And again, the that's ice bath. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I quite like that. Oh, He's got a film out called Fatherhood. That's meant to be really good. On Netflix. We started watching it. Yeah. So I need to watch that. Had a, it has a good message. Uh, I haven't finished it, but definitely need to watch it. Ah, that's what I was going to tell you. I'm watching uh, Bad Boy Billionaires of India. Oh, God. What's that about? It's an interesting one. It's like all these, basically, dudes. Very, very rich. Uh, and basically the fraud and all the crime that they've done to get to that position. Some of them are... Two of the guys they talked about are in London now. One, they're both waiting extradition to India. One's in prison waiting and one's not in prison waiting. Um, you know what cracks me up about Indians, right? It's how they always take shortcuts on everything. Like, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of hard-working ones out there, but yeah. the stereotype is that, well, white people see it as like, oh, well, they must have done some shady shit to get to where they got to. And, you know, in fashion, there's a company called Boohoo. They're run by Indians. It is, yeah. Really badly run company. <laughs> They've really? had so many PR scandals. Like, I thought they're buying up everything. They're buying up everything, but they're doing a bad job of it. So... Say there's they they own a couple of high end brands and a couple of low end brands. What they were trying to do is they were trying to cut off labels off the low end brands and resell it as high end brands to people, for like ten times the price just to make money, and they got caught out doing it and they just tried to sweep it under the carpet. Wait, when you're already making that much pee, do you really need to do that? Exactly, but it's all about taking shortcuts. It sounds you'll probably appreciate this a little bit more than you, but on Saw Road. Yes. So guys, so it is like, it's right in Birmingham, which is just full of... It's people. like the hub for Indian shopping in Birmingham. Like South Hall, Birmingham South Yeah, Hall. like South Hall or Green Street in London. Same thing. Mm. There's a suit store called Badial. I know the store, yeah, yeah. Right. The owners were found dead this morning at their house. Like 73-year-old and 69-year-old. They called it, um, the article read murder-suicide. So they're thinking one would kill the other one and then commit suicide. Like, old, too old, up and people, like, 70 and 60-something. It's an open investigation at the moment. Isn't that the one on on Swedish High Street? No, what, that's Budawals. Yeah, not that. This Sora, this is right at the top end. So, you know when you go to um, Asan? Yeah. Go past Asan, that is right there. Big, like, Budawals, got, like, an X on it. Like, it's the wow. first. Yeah, and I was read that. I was like, damn, man, that was a bit scary. They live, um, I think they were saying they live in this famous road in Coventry, I think. Mile, Coventry? Mile high, yeah. 
Fa- yeah. Sorry, Famous Road in Coventry. That sounds like that sounds wrong, man. Mm, like a like a rich area, Famous Mile or something it's called. There's a rich area in Coventry, bro. No, it's not Coventry. A show. Okay, <laughs> easy. It easy. is, man. There's nothing to do got, there. Everywhere's got somewhere like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Have it's you been to Coventry Town Centre? It is diabolical. Have you? Been it's to just grey. It's grey buildings. Why'd everywhere. you go there? I think I had to go for a wedding once. Oh, okay. It's just grey buildings everywhere. I'm like, this place is just not it. And then you move to London. There you go. There you go. No, it just because something was so bad, it's something park on your doorstep, and you thought, you know, I'm just gonna move to London. That's yeah, good. it's very not true. Right. Not, not nice. It's all right. Got a base in Birmingham. It'll be fine. Oh, we've got a base, have we? Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, I got a base in Birmingham. You. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. See what I did there. See what I did there. That. Yeah. That's quite clever. Yeah. You're getting a bit witty. You're getting witty these days. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try. Mm. Right. Use some of your property, do- but you're witty. Huh? You're not prof witty, but you are witty. Hey, oh, hey. Oh, that was shit. Next that slide, shit. please. Next slide, please. Thank shit. you. I'll make you resign oh. quicker than Hancock, man. Leave it, honestly. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do the Boris. Uh, Chris, you want to you wanna take this do one? You wanna, do, you wanna, do you want to take that one? Do you want to take that so, one as well? And that one? Do you want to just do my job one? for me, mate? Yeah? <laughs> Come here, you well, can take the centre podium. That's a very good question. Chris, you want to take that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, that guy's stealing a living, man, honestly. Stealing mm. a mad living. We haven't, we haven't talked about Matt Hancock. Have you seen the video? Oh, bro, who hasn't seen the video, man? I so saw it the, everywhere. You know what? The first time, I, I, like, it was one of those days where I woke up and I was checking my phone and he just popped up and then like it was everywhere you could you couldn't not find it it was a bit drowsy but I watched it and I was like is this real that was the first thing I was thinking I was like bro how revolting was the video man just like he's like peeping in and he's like Uh, he's trying to have a look he's like like, nobody's there nobody's there and then she just comes out of nowhere he pulls her in his knees like yeah yeah Yeah, he pulls her in he's got got his finger in in her ass I'm like Jesus Christ man (laughs) he went digging I was like flipping out man yeah so that 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 woman's married to a millionaire right right and she's moved out to go and live with Hancock now Hancock's done the same He's, he's left his family she's left hers and now he's uh, now they're living together, and I'm like, okay, fair enough. But true lover, I don't know. Is true it? Love, is it or is it? Or is it a fling? A midlife crisis? I don't know. Well, we'll we will see. But they've been friends for years. Apparently, like they were Yo, friends this always, together. This at always comes out, doesn't it? Like you see all the old mm-hmm. pictures. There's like some article about how he. It's when you see the old pictures, it's when you're like, whoa, what? That's weird. Yeah, yeah. That's very coincidental. Yeah. And then all these articles come out like, everybody knew, everybody knew, but they weren't saying anything. It's like, okay. Of course they did. Of course they all knew. But it's, it's, what we're seeing is CCTV footage, right? Yeah. Right? So I want to know, like, who's getting the footage? Oh, there's someone in, in the government that doesn't like other people that backstabs, man. Like, it's not a new thing. It, there's always smear scandals that come out about people because they know what to do. It's no, it's no coincidence that... Dominic Cummings had that hearing about Hancock, leaked all the information saying that Boris said that Hancock's useless. Mm. Boris like, no, 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 he's fine, he's fine. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of screwed now. I need, to, I need to get a scandal out to get rid of him. Does the scandal. He still doesn't get rid of him, but then Resigns. somebody else, somebody else still, has the, uh, still has the whereabouts to keep pushing for that to happen. And the media outcry was so large that he had to get rid of him. 
And rightfully so, because you hear all the heartbreaking stories about people who have abided by social distancing the whole time. And uh, he hasn't. Come and give me a puppy. What's mad is, right, like hundreds of thousands of deaths, doesn't resign. Snog's a woman, he has to resign now. And I'm like, okay, that, that doesn't add up. Yeah, That's true. Not correct. It's, it's more, is it like the tipping point? The thing with 100,000 deaths is it's like, what we compare it to number two? No, it isn't, it isn't about the comparison thing. It's about how do we get to hundreds of thousands of deaths because of the care homes issue, right? And mm. that was the biggest thing that pissed people off, which is... Yeah, the care homes definitely. Okay. Yeah, when, I, buy, I when, buy that. That's the that that that's the thing that inflated all the figures. I think massively when you look at when Dominic Cummings was talking to Hancock, saying you're sending people back home. Have they been tested? Is it all okay? You said yes, and then it came out that none of that actually transpired. And you're like, oh shit! That's how it just ravaged. That's how it just fucking ran through like a wrecking ball in care homes, like it was nothing. Mm. So that's why the hundreds of thousands of deaths is a big thing because. That was a massive oversight. And you can't just sweep that under the carpet, which they really did. They swept that hard. Mm, well, they said, yeah, well, this, we'll need to do a review and the review will take many, many years. And then, yeah. Then, and they, what's then they changed jobs is, anyway. Jeremy yeah. is now in the foreign office. And, it's like, oh, and what's okay. annoying is how the government will always say, oh, don't worry about that. Look at the vaccine program. And I'm like, you can't keep pointing to now and then not let people scrutinize the past because clearly something went wrong. So you have to let people go through the right channels to scrutinise it. Yep, that's true. Yep, I, I agree with that. Um, you do need to appraise things that have gone. You yeah, because otherwise, how are you going to learn from any of your mistakes in the future? There has to be, like, processes set up in place. Hmm. That so, reminds me, at Wimbledon, the guy who was sitting in front of us, like, here, was John Burko, who was the old ooh, speaker. Ooh, John Burko, the guy who's now flipped to Labour. Yeah. But speaker of the, you know, the old speaker of the house. Yeah, yeah, the old speaker of the house uh, who who hates Boris, hates him. Oh my god! So I want to read his memoir. That's how much. That's how much I want to see how much he hates. He hates Boris. I I want to read his book. I think I have a good voice, and then you have this guy. His voice is is tremendous. Like I hear him speak, and I'm like, oh, Roger. And it was like, (laughs) is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And then so basically, um, Roger Federer needs to break. You understand tennis terms? You have to break. I do, yeah, yeah. He had yeah, to break yeah. in, break his serve, yeah. Right, yeah. So he's like, Roger, what time is it? Break time. And it was just... <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone was like, yeah. What time is it? Break time. Oh, it's brilliant. But because he said it, uh, it was just... It's brilliant, man. And then obviously England game was happening while we were <coughs> watching Roger. Yeah. And, uh, and like the signal was really poor when they closed the roof. So we were like, yeah. we weren't really getting everything. And then I think somebody got it through and someone went... Football's coming. I <laughs> was, was, like, was like cheering in the crowd, and we were like, "Oh, okay, okay." That's nice. That's nice. So that was, What's uh, crazy is the Euros final and the Wimbledon finals on the same day. Same day. Yeah, it's a great yeah. day for sport. It happens all the time. Like whenever there's a massive sports thing, because Wimbledon's always on a Sunday, and the final is always on a Sunday. So whenever there's what, a major tournament, you have that football? clash. Uh, I think it's going to be an evening kickoff. Like or 5pm kickoff or something like that. 5pm would actually clash with Wimbledon, but 8pm should be fine. Depending on how the game goes, right? Yeah, because you can, yeah, yeah exactly. We need to, uh, we need to do the next instalment of the Doctor Chronicles, so tell me what happened. Yeah, alright. So I had a lady, this lady had um, 
Sadie had a very nice Louis Vuitton bag. That was the first thing. I was like, why are you bringing Louis Vuitton to hospital, man? It was like personalised <laughs> monogram. And I was like, you're just asking for... To be a stolen or... Yeah, or like... Well, hang on. You're at... You're at... QE? Heartland. Where's Heartland? It's near Birmingham Football Ground. Birmingham City? Yeah. Football yeah, Ground? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that that side of Birmingham. Okay. The ends and then the ends. Like, they get to yeah. And, uh, yeah, this, well, this clearly it wasn't real. It must not have been real. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, the thing is, personalised monogram, right? And you don't really get fake personalised monogram. You get a lot of the, just the standard LV Louis monogram, which isn't that. So mm. I was like, okay, she's well off, she's well dressed. And um, she is a smoker. So she had this condition called COPD, which is destruction of your airways. And... Because of that, from time to time, we have to do a special blood test. So your normal blood test is going to be from your veins, right? Veins obviously carry blood back to the heart. We need to do a blood test from the artery, which is going the other way, okay? And one of the places we do that is from the wrist. So it's a bit. So mm. you find the pulse. So, you know, two fingers are following where the pulse is. Bang, needle in. So my Ooh, junior doctor... Into the pulse, me, isn't that painful? Yeah. It's different to... Uh, hence the story. Uh, it's different to finding a normal vein yeah right yeah yeah normal vein you put tourniquet on you don't need tourniquet for this you just find the pulse bang but if you if you injure the vessel you can get what we call a hematoma so you can you know you cause swelling to that blood vessel and obviously that blood vessel supplies your hand that can be a problem um, so, so who this, tends this to do that problem. is it the doctor that tends to do that or the nurse Nurse who's better to administer that really yeah, whoever's, whoever's trained yeah yeah but the junior doctor came to me and said jazz there's a lady she needs one doing She's, she said one doctor can try it once. That's it. Right. Wow. And then so I went to her and had a look and I was like, yeah, okay, a lot of people have been trying, da 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 And I was like, all right, come on the bed. Let's just get, it's all about positioning, right? Everything is about positioning. If you've heard the podcast last week, when you sleep with the wife, it's all about positioning, right? Mm. You, get, you get told off, right? Clamping and things. And then <laughs> I exposed, uh, exposed the hand, got everything ready. And I was like, okay, because you have to be really steady with this. And the thing, what people don't appreciate is when I go in with a needle, a lot of people, sometimes patients go like, you know, start moving around. I'm like, bro, I've got a needle inside you, man. you got to be... Don't be. Yeah, and there are, there are some people, unfortunately, who are, who are very confused or have dementia where I have to take other people with me to sort of hold things down so I can get the samples and things. And anyway, so I've got the needle in now and I just hear this noise. I've never heard a human make this noise. <laughs> like this noise right and I'm um, just obviously I'm trying to concentrate to get the blood I'm like I need to find this man because this person is clearly in a lot of pain and distress mm. right um, that's so funny you know when I made that noise this pop up came up with Zoom it says set up professional audio in audio settings <laughs> <laughs> well, that's never come up before and anyways I got the sample right so I got the sample I'm like good got the sample we got it in one Good job. Take needle out. I'm about to apologise. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Clearly, you're so distressed. She's like, oh. She's like, that was the best one ever. No one's ever done it that well. And I was like, you made that noise. And you I was the best. Differently. I, I cannot imagine what noise you would have made if I had not done it well. But, um, so yeah, man. You just, you just see it all. So it's a very short doctor story this week. 
But it's just Jesus Christ, so hang on. When she was making that sound, do you not panic in the moment? And you're not like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, um, I think it's, it's all like experience, isn't it? Like, I've had a lot of experience now. I've been around a lot of people. And it's just about, you've got to take control of the situation. That's what it's about. You've got to take control of the situation. Um, and that's what it was. It was just like reassurance. Nearly done. I always say to patients, right, count down from 10 and I'll be done. So distract the mind. And then when I'm, if I'm doing like a blood test, I'm coming out, I'll say, right, three, two, one, all done. I'm done. So that's just it. little prompts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little things to distract them. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that was the thing. Right? I just never heard that noise before. I was like, wow. I wonder if it actually sounded like that. That was a very good uh, representation you just gave. It's a bit like, you know, you know the Revenant when... Uh, DiCaprio gets mauled by that bear and he makes that noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty fucked up comparison to make, but yeah, sure, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. Watch that clip, man. That clip, like, he does make this noise in it. I mean, he's like, he thinks the bear's dead and then the bear gets up again and he shoots him and then the bear still doesn't die. That film's a mashup, man, honestly. Mm. He sleeps inside the... Does he sleep inside the bear or he sleeps inside a horse or something? He does something. He does some wild shit. He did it all, man. He did it all. He deserves the Oscar. Should have got over the Wolf of Wall Street, but that's my opinion. Or Shutter Island. Or Shutter Island, yeah. I think they shot Island. Or even Blood Diamond. Yeah, I, he's a great actor, man. Great actor. Mm. Should we call it there? Yeah. Let's leave it there. Right. If you made it this far, many thanks. Much love to all you guys. Uh, hit that button on Spotify and press share and send it to a couple of people, please. Because, you know, we're trying to get numbers up and we need all your help, please. And if you've got any feedback for us, shout us, drop us a message on Indian Doctor, Instagram, etc. Follow us, like, comment, share, subscribe. And we will chat to you guys very, very soon. Next week we've got a guest on, so that would be cool. Boom! So look forward to that, guys. Right, Wait, are we, are we the guests or are they the guests next week? They're the guests on our oh. podcast. Okay, cool. Because they have podcasts as well. Yeah, I know they do, but... Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I've just finished the outro. I've got to fucking do it again. No, I'm kidding. Dude, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. It's real talk, man. Real talk. No, also, talk. what episode is this today? Fucking hell, Karen, man. <laughs> what? No, just quickly. What episode is this today? Uh, 27? 27. Are we exactly halfway through the year? We've been more than halfway through the year. 27, 52 divided by two years? It's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not 27, is it? It's 26. It's not, it's not oh. the same because we started the podcast in the middle of December, then we took, then we had a break, then we started it properly January. Okay. January, I think it was the second week of January or first week of January. So we don't more than half then. So it's a little bit off. So we're like over, over half. We Come December, good. the last we week of December, we will accurately know basically. We done good. We done very good. Still consistent forever. Still going to happen. Forever, yeah. Forever, man. Even if you have kids, I have kids, man. I can spare an hour a week. Okay. And then we can talk about how dumb our kids are. It's great. (laughs) What? Talk about how dumb our kids are. It's great. (laughs) Mean. (laughs) Come on, the podcast, right? The podcast is now replaced by us ranting about ranting about children yeah man. oh shit that, that's the podcast because it's going to be the dad show the Indian doctor dad show <laughs> sounds horrible doesn't it sounds horrible it doesn't, it doesn't hit the same yeah 
All right, chat to you next week. Later, guys.